0: If you know me at all, you know that death is my bread uh-huh. and danger my butter. Oh, oh danger is my bread and death is my butter. No, no, wait. Danger is my bread. Death? No, death? No, I'm sorry. Death is my. Death and danger are my various breads and, and, and various butters, right? Uh-huh. Don't we have notes from the Poulton Simon family? I, I believe we do.
1: We do have notes from the Poulton Simon family. Michelle this is, a, this is a
0: big, uh, very popular feature. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, note one, my sister would like to point out that...
0: Your sister who doesn't follow the show.
1: Alison yes, Poulton Simon. Alison Poulton Simon, who is currently not a friend of the show because she insists on not following us on the Twitter that she doesn't have. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Has she even listened to the show?
1: She she has. That's how I'm getting comments from oh, her. Oh,
2: that's true. I didn't, I didn't make that logical step. Allison, just just email us at variousbreadsandbutters at gmail.com. Just get a Twitter page. <laughs> or, you, or you know what? This is a great This is a great place to say this. I broke down, or Ben broke down, and allowed me to create a Facebook page for veryspreadsandbutters. We have, we and have a Facebook page. We have a Facebook page. It's brand new. www.facebook.com. Front slash butters. Did you think somebody
0: wouldn't know how to get to the Facebook part know. of that? I don't know. I'm do you just... have to do www still? You don't have to I do, do that anymore, right? Well, I don't know. It's a subdomain. Do you do you all know? I don't think you need the W's. Uh, I think sometimes you, you do. Sometimes you do. Maybe well, not on it Facebook. It
1: automatically generate the W's. Did we have on a conversation
0: Facebook? about ways to say that more quickly? Like I I was always pushing for triple dub. Dub dub dub. But I thought triple dub was the way to go. Maybe it should be phonetic. Ooh.
1: Yeah, but that that leaves some ambiguity about how many W's you're putting in there. I think so, if you...
2: So if, we agree you
0: know, triple dub is probably the best.
1: Triple dub may be a good call. <laughs>
0: sure,
2: let's make that happen. Triple out. dub, Facebook.com. Okay, so Al, does Allison have a Facebook page?
1: She does. Well,
2: then she can follow us on Facebook.
1: Uh, she doesn't think that using movies is a good way to prove that comic books are a form of literature.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: and as a note, she has sent me the definition of literature. <laughs>
0: oh God, which this is, this is twice that she's on my side. Wow,
1: she she likes to get into arguments. Well, yeah. You know
0: what? Maybe don't have on, on the show. my on my don't,
2: side. Don't bother following. She us, is no,
0: she saying. is welcome. Oh, she, there's going to be a split in the show. She yeah. didn't
1: say that comic books weren't necessarily literature. She just said that she didn't think your argument that using movies was a good enough argument.
0: I'm not I I
2: you know I literally forget my argument. I think that's how how invested I was in that <laughs> it's argument. It's been
1: like 3 weeks or it has 4 been. It's weeks been a long or something time. like that. It's been a long time. Okay. But she sent me the definition of literature which is that it is a noun, written works especially those considered of superior or lasting artistic merit.
0: Is this a Is this Webster? Mhm.
1: She do, she doesn't specify. She mm. just literally copy and pasted
0: 13th collegiate edition. Mhm. I think I this is
2: a, just a note to a all the students out there. Do not start any of your essays with an entry from the Webster's
0: Dictionary. Can I um, uh, can I make another suggestion yeah. for people writing essays? Yeah. Don't start it with since the dawn of time. Oh, yeah. Since the dawn of time, man has wanted to understand. And anything that begins with like, since the dawn of time. I have yeah. a wager with a couple of other colleagues in the profession uh-huh. on what are the, and actually Simon, you could run the statistics on this. I will. We want to know if you see an essay that begins with since the dawn of time, since the dawn, that's five words. Mm-hmm what's the degree of certainty that this paper will get an F? Mm. Because I think it's very high. Yeah. And so do we need to read the whole essay or can you stop once you see those five words? <laughs> yeah. Since the dawn of time, since man has wanted time. to understand using artificial ingredients and in foods. That kind of goes along with the um, since caveman times or yeah. making some reference to what cavemen did. Because the undergraduate as well as any person alive today, has a pretty good knowledge of caveman culture. Oh, absolutely. And oh, so absolutely. it's a rock-solid basis to make your argument.
2: Since the dawn of time, man has wanted to understand... Um, caveman the, as the analogy. No, the, the reasons for the start of World War II.
0: <laughs> since, yes, yeah, since the dawn of time, we've been trying to figure out the dot-com bust in the late 90s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, think, I think that's a great way to start an essay. Uh, any other notes, Michelle?
1: Ruth would like to make the point that she also contributed to the oh. donation in the VBB name.
2: Oh. Thank, thank you, you Ruth. Ruth. Thank you, and and I guess the building is probably started. Or... Yeah,
1: I'm the VBB built the V B building. Yeah,
2: VB... well, that's great. Thank you, Ruth. Well, thank I you, I really Ruth. appreciate that. Can and we thank you, we... Ruth and Tom, for contributing in uh, in the name of uh, various breads and, bread and butters, and not in the name of your daughter. I <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think because of the previous slate on our part, mm-hmm. uh, we should thank her more. Should we? Because she has she has accrued thanks oh, that yeah. have not been bestowed. Well, there you go.
1: I'm going to do my job for once and let you know that our guest is here.
0: Way to go. Though. There's a whole new regime out there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it is, it's just like clockwork out happening. Out with the old, and with the new. Well, this
2: is episode 65. Wow. 65. Yep, of various breads and butters. That's a
0: multiple of 13. Okay.
2: Well, with me, as always, is your host, Benjamin B.R. Cohen Brickhouse. Let's try that again. <laughs> As always, this is why you get nervous. Oh yeah, our host Ben Brickhouse Cohen, <laughs> and his co-host me, Simon Tonev. out in the studio is our producer Michelle Hyphen Polden Simon, and her intern. I have forgotten your name. Please say <laughs> it again. Thomas Williams. He's Thomas trying Williams. out for
0: intern. Okay. Yes.
2: Auditioning. for you intern. Well, yeah. That's the word I was. Intern audition. For. Mm -hmm. And, and we've all, we've already told Michelle she can have as many interns as she thinks she needs um welcome thomas welcome to the audition well thank you yes and and,
0: um renan wherever you are
2: he's
1: still here they could
0: shout and you could probably pick it up renan wherever you are yeah wherever in you know in radio heaven
2: um (laughs) renan is still alive i just want the listeners to know that yes renan has passed the torch to michelle michelle i just want you to know there's no way you're going to graduate in four years it's
0: going to take at least seven to ten years
2: (laughs) i'll I'll see what i
1: can do
0: we should say like renan is full on senioritis exactly sure yeah well i want to say our guest
2: oh <laughs> most important <laughs> is dr john mcknight john, hi how are you doing i'm doing well Hi, thanks john. for having
0: me thank you for coming by well, very
2: exciting you are the dean of intercultural development correct
0: and also so we've had a, if we had a president we've yes. had a vice president we've had it manager mm-hmm. we've had assistant
3: professors associate professors <laughs>
2: professor we full
0: And now Let's that you run so. out and of cool people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and now we have we filled the dean slot.
2: Exactly. We've, we've, <laughs> we've dean got Knight. I think we can check that off. And you're also the deputy title IX coordinator. Thanks for reminding me. And can I just say was did you do, do Title Eight coordination before this? <laughs> or is this, is this a move up?
4: Yeah, it's a move up, you know?
2: We're working our way through. Do we know what Title, title Eight is? <laughs> I have no idea what Title VIII is, is. the Fair Housing Act. Someone oh. does his homework. Good job, Simon. Simon is pointing I'm to actually, me. I'm actually pretty impressed, I gotta right. say. Well, I just looked it up. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but you don't know Title Seven. I don't know Title Seven. So I do know Title Ten, which is probably your next thing. Yeah, that I'm, you'll be doing. I'm looking forward to moving yeah. on to Title Ten. Title great. Ten is uh, family planning. Oh, good. So, <laughs> so, so there you go. Okay. How are you doing? I'm good. It's been yeah? a good day. Yeah. Beautiful,
0: beautiful day. Today. Yeah. yeah. Not only have you come to us from a few blocks away off campus, Maybe. but from then let's do the trace you came. So originally there's going to be a lot of Florida references. Okay. Yes. That's cool. Easy. But we can go backwards. Do you want to go backwards to Florida or do you want to start and move I up? I
2: don't know. What would you rather, John? It's up to you. Uh, I want to start with Florida. All right. I want to start with Florida, Gainesville, Florida.
0: Gainesville, Florida.
4: Gainesville,
2: Florida. Yeah, College Town. That's sort of in the middle there, like North Central.
4: The place in Florida that just makes no sense to live. It's not near water. It's ridiculous. Like if you're going to be from Florida, why would you be from Gainesville? But we are, okay. That's okay. So yeah, North Central, like not near the coast, exactly. Did, yeah. you, did
2: you ever get out to the coast? Yeah, we case? did, of oh, okay.
4: course. I, we went to the beach a fair amount. And you had like yeah. an alligator for a pet? Actually, growing up, no lie, there was an alligator in our backyard once when nice. I, was, I was a kid and I saw did it. Did you ride it? No, I wasn't quite brave enough at that point, but my dad was, you know, he was my hero in my eyes. He's like. I'm going to go get the gator. I'm like, yeah. I think you should just call someone. Actually. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, I remember, I remember having that feeling when I was in North Carolina and, and a, someone at my apartment complex noticed that there was a snake in their apartment. They asked me for help and I'm like, I'm just a kid. I mean, I was like 22 at the time, but, I'm like, but then I have to say like, I like, wait a second. What would my dad do? Right. He would go in, he would get rid of the snakes. So yeah. I got my hockey stick, took the snake and wrist shot it out of the what, apartment. Why did they have you do it?
0: But there was no one else Did you had a hockey stick well, Who no, was the just... person who found it it was it was a young lady in her apartment oh a damsel in distress yeah, yeah. something like that and so. her name was professor jennifer teller no it was not <laughs> no no that's how it all began that's how it all began
2: <laughs> so from gainesville so you went to university of florida i did i tried not to because you
4: know it's the hometown school did it, you
0: really really not want to
4: i didn't want to initially my both my parents had graduated from there actually my dad strike that. He was in, He was enrolled as an adult student at the time. Mm-hmm. And my mom had gone there kind of the traditional age. And it was also my hometown. I knew everybody and I was like, I want to not be here. Yeah. Uh, but then it is kind of the, it's the best state institution.
2: It's a good school. It's a really good yeah.
4: school. It's pretty selective to be a public school. And then mm-hmm. they gave me a huge academic scholarship. So I was like, all right, guess I'm going here. Yeah. And it turned out to be an amazing three and a half years. It was oh, wonderful. Cool. Yeah.
2: Wait, you graduated oh, you three half years? I went a little
4: early. I came in with a bunch of credits. So oh, I was, yeah, such a nerd. I was such oh, a nerd oh, until geez. I got to college. Then I totally became a cool guy at that Okay, point. good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good to know.
2: But you still you still graduated three and a half years. I did. You weren't
4: yeah. that cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then did you go to your your duo of Indiana's?
4: I did. Yeah. So I went straight from. I think I may have had like two weeks after I graduated wow. in December and broke all the rules and started a master's program in the middle of an academic year up at Indiana University because you know
0: was that in education.
4: Yes. So that was in higher ed administration. And I knew by then that was what I wanted to do with my mm-hmm. career. So IU seemed to be at the time, one of the best places for this, whatever college rankings mean, but they were, mm-hmm. you know, it was pretty well known.
2: Okay. <laughs> so from, from IU, yeah. you went to IUP.
4: Not immediately. Not immediately. So I was done with school after okay. those two years. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm ready to start working, making nice. some money. And I applied for a job at Lehigh
2: University. Now, where is that? Where, yeah, where is that? <laughs> where is that? <laughs> is that I, I, now, I've heard of that school. Yeah. Bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the barrel. There you yeah. go. Yeah, so
4: I started working there. I uh, worked there for four and a half years before coming over to Lafayette. So,
2: nice. Yeah. Now, there is, there is a sense on campus that you're supposed to hate Lehigh. And, yeah. um, and I, I don't know if this is worse, but I'm sort of indifferent to Lehigh. Do you, I, you I think know.
0: listeners outside the
2: bi-county region... Know this? I don't. Wait, know that I'm indifferent to it or know that there's a huge rivalry? Know that it's a rivalry. Yeah. I think it's pretty well known. Yeah. I think because of the football game. Yeah. That's sort
0: of known, like, longest running, most played Yeah. Right. Most played
3: rivalry. Actually, you're right.
2: When
0: I got a job here, someone who I don't know that well just said, hey, beat Lehigh. Yeah, This
2: is the thing. I right. uh, Indiana University of Pennsylvania finds when you talk about like Miami University of Ohio, it's mm-hmm. like, are Are you trying to tell people <laughs> that it's something that it's not? Like, eventually so. they're going to figure it out. Yeah. And so I was talking to a friend of the show, Pasquez, current wife, Jennifer Tallarico's <laughs> brother, also brother-in-law of me. He had his friends were just graduating high school. They were going to college. And I was, you know, trying to be friendly, asking them where they were going to college. And one of the friends said, I'm going to, you know, and I'm going to, you know, Penn State, whatever. And the other friend said, I'm going to Cal. And I'm like, yeah, whoa. whoa, very, very well done. Like, like good job. I mean, those <laughs> other schools are very good, but Cal. He goes, yeah, teacher's college. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize Berkeley had a teacher's. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to California University, University of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania yeah. And I'm like, and you, call can't, it you can't call it Cal.
4: Pennsylvania wants to be another state really maybe, badly. As certain yeah.
0: areas of it. I have a longstanding point of confusion about Pennsylvanians and their locality and their misunderstanding of what it means to be from here, mm-hmm. like their definition of what here is. Mm-hmm. And I, I have it's very ri- small. I have written about this and it's confusing because like when we move to the state, you meet people and you say, you know, where are you, where are you from? And you say, well, I, I moved from this place, you know, a couple of states away. And they right. say, oh, I'm not from here either. And they tell you they're from like the town, which is like eight miles away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you that might... happened recently where Chris was talking to someone who um, had just found a, lo- a park in our area in Forks, which is the town beside us. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it counted as another town because we're too small to have separate towns. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's tons of little townships. Right, so they, <laughs> <laughs> she was talking to someone about, um, oh, I didn't even know this park was here. And then Chris like, oh, you're you new there. He's like, yeah, we just moved here. And then, oh, where are you from? they said, well, from Wilson. And Wilson is is also <laughs> – Wilson was like cut out of Easton. Right. It's, it's, like it's like a, a four-block square yeah. area, yeah. which is no more than two miles from Forks. It's yeah. really What strange. they identified as not being from around here. Right. Because so they had just moved to the area. Did they say – did they refer to their old place as back west? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Back west. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where I grew up. Uh. I, I think the main question, though, is uh, at either of these Indianas, what was the focus of study? What was your work on? Yeah, so I've been looking at
4: education, wanting to understand the inner workings of colleges and universities. Mm-hmm. Colleges, I think, steward society in a way. Whatever we are focused on tend to be sort of leading the rest of the world in, in how to move forward. So for me, that's really fascinating. And in particular, the, the student development process that occurs, um, that was the emphasis of my graduate schooling is how do we, ensure that we're on top of uh, the developmental theory that is applied when students are going through their four, five, six, seven, in the case of Michelle, eight years. Mm. Maybe nine. Maybe nine.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's too, too soon to tell. <laughs> so for me, that's pretty fascinating stuff. Yeah. So yeah. what was your dissertation about?
4: I wrote about white guys. I'm so glad that I have two sitting in front of me.
0: Yeah, can confirm I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
4: Yeah, there's a handful of white males in colleges who, without... Any kind of reason to do so, at least not a, one that's known to the rest of the world, they decide to be advocates and allies for social justice causes. You know, mm. not exactly a great place to be a white man when you're you're hearing that everything that's wrong with the world is because of your you know forefathers and mm-hmm. what they did to destroy it. And so I think the assumption, the Canadians underlying assumption, mostly, mostly Canadians, yes, um, the underlying assumption is that there must be something that's important enough for these guys to show up for these conversations. So I wanted to understand like, what were their motivations and what Mm -hmm. were their life experiences? And And so
2: what what kind of things did you find? Yeah,
4: Honestly, most of them had some experience with, even if it was vicarious, with marginalization in some other way. Mm. So that was a part of it. You know, maybe they grew up in a household where there was a tragedy that happened early in life and they had to kind of grow up quickly, Mm -hmm. or maybe they were keenly aware of the social differences. Even if uh, some of the kids I spoke with were incredibly wealthy from affluent families and they were hypersensitive to uh, the folks around them in their community. So mm. they talked about noticing and then developing empathy for whatever those differences were. And mm-hmm. some of that was nurtured throughout their experiences in college. And, and they became activists.
0: One of the burning questions is, how was the experience writing up this work at the Starbucks?
4: <laughs> Boy, stalker.
0: Right?
2: Uh, yeah. yeah, he does his research. Right. Now, we have
0: Well, we have a, a legacy of guests and and co-hosts who do a lot of writing and work at area Starbucks. yeah
4: i'm totally that that guy um probably it's just the romanticized idea of writing in a coffee shop Mm -hmm. but it's also the fact that in my office or anywhere on campus uh i get interrupted a bit (laughs) right Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah it's really strange Mm -hmm. so at
0: this (laughs) since the this person has been both at the starbucks that you worked at and the one that i've been at did you ever have the chance to see the regional manager doing interviews of employees I don't think I had that opportunity. Because I've seen that twice at two different Starbucks. Really? And it's very identifiable. How did that go? But it's very clear. Like when you, when I walk in and you see a table in the corner with a lot of notebooks and papers on it. Yep. Even if the person's not there, which twice this happened to me, but I identify. It's like, oh, there's a regional manager in shop today. Hmm. And they must be doing like quarterly review or something. And quality control. Well, and, and sure enough, as soon as I'm set up and working, they see the person who's dressed in like regional manager attire, mm-hmm. which isn't, you know top shelf stuff. It's not the, it's not tailored suits.
2: Hey, they're trying to get by this. So, like all of us.
0: It's, <laughs> it's kind of a Dwight Schrute vibe. Okay. I always feel <laughs> it's the same pattern and I'm trying not to listen. So, you know, I turn up the music on my earbuds so I don't hear, but you can just tell anyways that they have the settling in routine of how's it going here? You know, it's, it's good to see you again. And we're doing our reviews and how's everything going? And then there's a pause. And they get to that point where they have to like get real, <laughs> you know? So I just want to know, like, if you. For that promotion well, we're going to need to see a lot more of this out of you and i know that some, you know it's difficult uh daryl's a tough employee i know mm-hmm. it's hard to manage him <laughs> you got to push those chai lattes but you gotta right yeah. and if daryl's resistant then you know you got to talk to me or you just kind of have to step it up and make sure he's selling those chai lattes mm-hmm. right and then so I, I saw him at one of those starbucks and then like a couple of weeks later i was at a different one no yours way. oh wow and he was there the same regional oh, manager funny. doing the same thing <laughs> that's why i now associate that guy Who I refer to in other circumstances as Murray because he looks like the the manager for Flight of the Conchords. Okay. (laughs) So i have a corollary question okay yeah do you listen to music while you're writing
4: i do i have to usually it's jazz or something instrumental because if it's if it's got lyrics and i'll sing along yeah, it's right. hard to do while you write.
2: you can if you're really really <laughs> not wanting to work you can make up lyrics to jazz True. and then that'll just take <laughs> right. it all. i've done right. that before yeah and i make up lyrics to jazz i'll make up lyrics to um theme songs
0: from shows <laughs> um oh yeah all kinds of stuff yeah. so this this for my now i can ask my question yeah I was talking to someone else the other day, and I'd be interested to hear your answers to this. Okay. What were and actually, Michelle and Thomas, you can both chime in on this as well. What was either your favorite singer, your favorite music, your favorite hmm. album when you were ten, when you were twenty, and when you were thirty? Oh wow. Mm.
4: This is gonna this is gonna fill out the rest of our time. And just, uh, Thomas just so you and, know,
0: and Michelle, if you want to just do ten and twenty. Mm-hmm.
1: I can't even do twenty. Damn it, I Michelle.
0: Can, I can do twenty it. as of Monday. 10 okay.
5: Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday as to of you. last Monday. Last Monday. yes. Okay. Wow. So I, I can do that. So yeah, what, what did you listen to last Monday? So I I didn't go through a little bit of backstory. I didn't go through the whole like sort of emo phase growing up. Okay. So once I got to college, I was reintroduced to the sort of punk
0: culture.
2: And I I will I will say this, I think it's fair to say that Ben, me and John
0: went through the emo phase <laughs> right. in college. I, think I knew it, like fair to say. I even saw emo Phillips live. Oh yeah. He's, he's very funny. I have tape. I knew yeah. all of emo Phillips. I know what you're talking about. You so
5: <laughs> I guess I've been listening to a lot more sort of alternative music. And then also because of WJRH, I just listen to anything and everything. Hmm. Um, but as of late, probably even podcasts, my, yeah, even podcasts, probably one of my favorite albums is turn of the cards by Renaissance. Okay. which is a super old school classic rock yeah, slash like 1500s, orchestral
2: 1400s yeah exactly <laughs> they got some good harpsichord solos
5: <laughs> so because right. i recently acquired a turntable and now have some of my right. dad's
0: a da Vinci old, original yeah i'm
5: oh, good have some of my dad's old vinyl collection so that's been a really
0: that's
4: cool fun yeah. song i love vinyl Very fun. Again, album. probably it's just a romanticized yeah. thing, right?
3: That's
2: uh, fine. No,
5: nah, it's it's great. It's it's one of those things where there's something extremely physical about your music collection. Yeah. Which is really Beautiful. Yeah, you feel like really unlock
4: it. Actually, that's a good point. That takes that takes me to the 20s. But let me start with 10. But so I grew up in a really very Christian religious household. So mm-hmm. when I was 10, it was like gospel music, mm-hmm. but it was cutting edge, like cool, good, stuff. good gospel music sure. that was really soulful. Did you bitter. like it? Did you really? Enjoy it? I loved it. Yeah, yeah, it was all I knew. So I guess that didn't really have a choice. But you loved it uh, and you hated it. Uh, but it I did love good. it. I yeah. continue. I still love it today. Yeah. Um, and now I realize how it fits with the rest of the music that's out there mm. but in my 20s i was ready to sort of rebel against that of course so i got way into the hip-hop that i should have known about when i was 10 okay but didn't so i sort of backtracked and got caught up to speed but i also fell in love with jazz as a 20 year old so yeah but speaking to the physicality of the collection for me it was all about buying the cd and like Displaying the cover art somewhere. Okay. So I had this really geeky yep. dorm room where yeah. there was like yeah. CD cover art all over the wall But
2: you were trying to project something. I, I mean, was, even though you enjoyed it yourself, there yeah. was still
0: this. I'm trying Did to project Did you have a, f- yeah. was there a favorite jazz artist?
4: oh I think I got really into So vocally, Ella Fitzgerald oh, was just amazing to right. me. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's a
2: little, you know, little known. Yeah. Did you know, um, little known fact, if Ella Fitzgerald and Darth Vader got married, she'd be Elevator. So, <laughs> wow.
0: Just that's, Oh, my God. How long that's have you been thinking about yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, I, stole that, that, that for, I know
2: I stole that from Arsenio our, our Hall. He did that on the show <laughs> once. Oh and so God. I decided that's I'd pretty good. resurrect, that's pretty resurrect good. it here. Yeah. Exactly. In the Why do you assume
0: that she has to take his name? That's a, that's a really good
1: question. We could that's, have a Poulton-Simon family situation where you true. get two names. <laughs> Not quite as funny, but <laughs> anyway.
2: Anyway. Elevator Fitzgerald. Oh, let's little, let's go with that. John, yeah. please continue. Yeah,
4: so Elevator Fitzgerald for sure. But then, you know, the, the classics, Miles Davis and oh, yeah. John Coltrane and some lesser known for folks, um, uh, Chet. What's his name? Baker, Chet, Chet Baker. Baker.
0: So there's, there's two movies out now. There's a Chet Baker and a Miles Davis. Oh, is Davis. there a Chet Baker? Out really?
4: I'm ready for the Miles one. I didn't know there was a yeah, Chet, Chet Hawk, Baker one.
0: Ethan Hawke.
2: That's cool. Very and Don, exciting. Don Cheadle and uh, Miles Davis. Yeah.
4: yeah, I'm sure that's going to be fantastic. Don is a
0: wonderful actor.
2: He's, he's also going to be in Marvel's Civil War coming out May 5th. Also, I, don't, I don't know when it comes uh, out. April
0: 24th. Slight correction, a uh, friend of the show, future guest. Don Cheadle?
2: Don Cheadle. We can talk about his work as Miles Davis and War Machine. Nice. And um, the new Marvel movie.
4: <laughs> Sounds awesome.
0: Great.
4: So, <laughs> so that was 10 and 20. Did right. you say 30 also? Yeah. All right, so 30. Let's see.
0: And these might accrue too, so it's not like you have yeah, to keep one it up. Just,
4: Yeah, they just keep piling on. Um, yeah, I, I fell out of love with hip hop because it became something weird and aggressive and rap and money and cars and blah, blah, blah. But then there was a resurgence, I think, when I turned 30 of of what I call like real hip-hop right mm-hmm. for all you youngins out there um <laughs> who sort of got back to the the essence of what i thought it was about it was a political art form it yeah. was very poetic artists like kendrick lamar right now yeah. are just killing the game right mm-hmm. i love him i think he's awesome yeah and obama likes him so
5: <laughs> why not there what are some go. other artists that you consider from that sort of original hip-hop yeah
4: i category. love so i love the tribe called quest yep. um, i have a bunch of their albums awesome yeah they're they're great I we just lost five dog mm-hmm. rest yeah. in peace and so but from this newer generation i like lupe fiasco
0: cool
4: it's a good question you guys should answer it yeah maybe Simon, you have Simon,
0: you gotta
2: go let me see 10 i was probably that was the beginning of my peter Soterra phase not Chicago just Peter Cetera just Peter Cetera um and that that was sort of my you were a man who would fight for his honor mid-40s housewife music phase <laughs> yeah. type of thing um I guess when I was 20 that's when I get I became hardcore Canadian like Canadiana stuff that was my uh, years, Bieber yours no, <laughs> no that's what I was thinking <laughs> right you're you're tragically hip your Sky Diggers, your Blue Rodeo, like the real, real I know Tragically Canadian. Hip, I don't know those others. They're very good. You should listen to them. Your
0: Drakes. Yeah. He was he was uh, after my time. Um, when, when will you learn how little <laughs> I know about Canada that can only make three references? Just, I'm just going to keep
3: it going. I'm just going to keep it going. And hockey, hockey Maple
2: Syrup. Yeah, hockey. Drake,
5: yeah. Bieber, Hockey, Maple Syrup. Good enough for me. The Yukon
0: Territory. That's a great
2: territory. And I think, I remember talking about <laughs> On uh, Allison's episode, uh, President Byerly's episode, that we um, in the '30s was the sort of the the Shins and Decemberists oh, right. and all those folks. So yeah, I've, I've progressed a little bit since, and I think that's where I find myself now. Although I I do really enjoy like bluegrass music and stuff like mm. that. Oh. That's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Michelle, did you want to go? You um, can do ten and nineteen.
1: <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, so when I was ten, I probably listened to a decent amount of the Beatles growing up. Uh, that was definitely like a staple of my childhood. I used to like, every time my dad would get home, I would demand that he put a uh, magical mystery tour on vinyl on our record player because oh. I wasn't allowed to touch the records. Nice.
2: Oh. It's so nice that you didn't make us feel old. Michelle. I
4: was like, going to say, <laughs> I really like, I like you. I knew, yeah. I, knew, I, knew like, I knew I liked you.
1: <laughs> um, and then I also listened to a lot of like early 2000s, top 40. And in that, like a decent amount of pop punk as a little kid, which okay. is weird, so but who
4: would that be? I'm trying to remember. Uh,
1: like Blink one eighty two, uh, like nice. that sort of thing. Good Charlotte.
0: Yep. All of all of that. Could somebody while we're here, could somebody explain to me I, I don't know if I can ever name a nickelback song, but when and how did they become the poster child of like the most awful band that Photograph. ever was? Yeah, Photograph. Canadian,
4: by the way. The
5: are the they? they? Yeah. The mm-hmm. song Photograph is the song that
0: essentially is responsible for that.
4: But they still have fans, you oh, know? Yeah. yeah. Like, how is that possible?
0: And for any fans out there, I'm saying this not having heard any of it. So I have no personal judgment about mm-hmm. Nickelback.
4: Yeah. Except
0: yeah. for its use as a staple, as it's a true. push line. Sorry, Nickelback. Come, come on, on the show. On. Defend yourself. Yeah, we're open to it. Let's, come on up. <laughs> come on. Uh, so, uh, Michelle, would you say that does that hold true now for 19?
1: Uh, I would say 19 is like alternative sort of music. I would say probably one of my favorite bands is like Arcade Fire and also canadian that sort of stuff. Yes, they are. Wow.
2: Nickelback, see from from these from the ridiculous <laughs> to the sublime, Nickelback to Arcade Fire. All Canadian. Just have the whole run of it. I so I think at at age 10 I was still
5: very much into like storytelling cuz my mom read all of the Harry Potter books out loud to us. So I was still oh, Same. that was up That's until awesome. age like 12. Wow. And so I still love that whole concept of When did, when
4: did that start, Tom? We're trying to decide when we want to oh, do that man. with our kids.
1: My parents, my mom read me the Harry Potter books when I was in kindergarten. I mean, my siblings, <laughs> I think it started
5: for me, maybe just before kindergarten. My okay. siblings, my two siblings, which were also a part of the whole every night family read aloud, right. were four years older than me. Yeah. So I think, you know, Well, any, mine, like, anytime.
0: Uh, uh, Alex, age 11, I think she, she read them, recently finished reading them all. And it was like ages nine and 10. harper was a little earlier he was probably like ages seven eight nine Mm -hmm. so if i i would have answered that anywhere in the seven to ten range okay it's like when in my experience with two data points right that's when people read it. Wait, now, is this?
2: Uh, were you asking when you should, they should read Harry Potter or when you should read aloud to
0: well, them? Well, both, really.
4: I, okay. Now I have two little readers in my house. Mm-hmm. Even, the, even the four-year-old is starting to kind of read,
2: which is awesome. <laughs> Downhill from there. Yeah, I know. They learn stuff and they yeah, can talk back. Ooh. I was
4: trying to shelter them as long as I could. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but I think I could certainly read to them now, and I'm sure my son will want to take over soon. Mm-hmm. So he'll yeah. be seven this summer.
2: You might not know this, but I love hearing the sound of my own voice, so I'm available <laughs> to read... To I anybody, like your voice anytime. too Simon.
1: Thanks, John. Are you I gonna record it. audiobooks?
2: I should, right? You I should Lib- Librivox bread and butter
4: books. Yeah. I think there's a promising career. VB books, right?
5: There's LibriVox is a group online that is open source audiobooks essentially. crowd oh, sourced okay. yeah. 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 crowdsourced audiobooks so you like, can
2: read for them. No way. Can yeah. you Maybe record
1: it can you record exclusively bread or butter based audiobooks? I'll do it. Oh, wow. I'll, do
0: it. I'll 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 get some, <laughs> some cookbooks, uh a lot of cookbooks bacon. on bread and yeah. I'll just read out the ingredients. I want to ask you a quiz, but I'll answer the question myself. Oh yeah, please do. So mine were. You're just answering off the cuff. You haven't thought about this, right? <laughs> men at work would be around ten. Okay, I think also, also Canadian. You're lying. Australian. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Oh, this, men, this, this, men this oh I was thinking men without hats. My God, I was thinking Commonwealth. You're Commonwealth. Just doing everything now. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> and I, I remember them being my first. The first band that I knew was a band. um Twenty Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin, straight up mm. all the way through. Mm. 30 was was uh, still still fish which was the one right after yeah. zeppelin mm-hmm. speaking of florida okay <laughs> um, yes i have a quiz for the guest oh i'm gonna suck why no, it's been a long time these are florida attractions real or not okay are these actual florida oh, attractions yeah. mm-hmm. i got this i'm ready oh wow all right so we'll ask everybody as usual i think mm-hmm. the guest has the inside track yes we'll probably know you these. say
1: that but no one seems prepared for any of these quizzes ever <laughs> yeah
0: these are ben's <laughs> quizzes uh, again, still the Debtor Canadian quiz getting a lot of f- positive feedback. Yeah, we're For getting a no. lot of
3: from all Just kinds of people, letters, mail,
0: getting oh, I definitely geez. get we that one getting feedback, but like a category. Oh yeah, that's a fantastic <laughs> dead or Canadian. <laughs> that's <Actually, laughs> a fantastic category. It would yeah.
1: have been great had you actually had answers that were either dead or Canadian or instead of neither dead nor Canadian or dead <laughs> and Canadian. Oh jeez, I'm
0: still baffled by your assumption of logic. <laughs> I, I, I will tell you. I
2: will tell you this. Our buddy Mike Smith, who is the co-host of, of the, the poor, show, friend of the show, future and guest, future and fe- co-host of the of the. Summary Are you sure podcast. it's Mike, not Michael? Does he go with Mike? Michael, let us know if you'd rather us call you <laughs> Michael or Mike. But um, he said, and I quote about the Dead or Canadian quiz, Dead or Canadian may very well be the best quiz ever created. It isn't confusing. It is nuanced. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Mike, for tell that.
1: Him, tell him he can take it.
0: Are you guys ready for the quiz? We're ready. ready. All
2: right, Florida
3: Attractions,
0: real or not, everybody gets to answer. And nobody pays attention or keeps score. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, number one, gator land real 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 i'll go real only because john said that john i
2: think
1: you have to go last john answered too quickly yeah. sorry
2: yeah. i was so
0: excited you just i just wanted you wanted to get the okay. flavor of it we got it we got first it. first one's always to get the flavor of it. got it flavor uh, number two lego land no there isn't one false michelle
1: i'm gonna go yes but also renan's making faces behind thomas
2: <laughs> i'm gonna go yes my nephew giovanni just
0: went there renan do you want to answer
1: Renan is answering yes. Yes. All right.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Definitely a real place. Yes. Yes, definitely a real place.
2: In fact, the original Legoland I may visit in June when I'm in Denmark
0: again in Belund. This, this next one's me. for Michelle. Mm-hmm. Egoland. <laughs> it's a Kellogg facility. <laughs> Mostly waffles. Egoland.
1: I'm, I'm going to go no. Okay. But this is this could be the in the tradition of you <laughs> you you tend to double these up.
0: I should have. You wish I asked that one first.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I'm going with yes because why not? Definitely not.
4: No, but if there were such a thing, my son would want to live there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, it's no. Okay. How about a 22 story citrus tower? A 22 story (laughs) citrus tower. How Florida?
2: Is
1: it made of citruses or is it a tower containing citruses?
0: It is a tower containing citruses. Uh, And if it's like
2: a 23-story or a 21-story citrus tower, then you're fired. (laughs) Oh, gosh. 22-story.
0: Specificity always matters. Dead or Canadian? (laughs) (laughs) It's a very Florida thing. Okay, out in the studio. Your your, your audition rides on this. Yes.
1: Yes.
4: I'm going to say no. I'm also going to say no. It is yes. What? Oh.
0: Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're going to have to visit. <laughs> yeah, where is this place? What is it? it? Is, uh, it's in central, southeastern, uh, the western part of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, this is Thanks. another thing about the quiz. exactly are you talking ben, about.
0: Ben doesn't know anything about the <laughs> alternatives he gives.
2: He, that's, he just finds that there is a thing and then leaves it at that. He's not curious to find out what a
0: 22-story citrus tower I is. I actually think it was the 22-story citrus tower webpage is the one that that kept crashing my computer last night. <laughs> I'm sure it did. gave you a Which I virus had to reboot and re things. <laughs> yeah. But I'm pinning it on that one, so I did not go back to look. Okay. All right. How about the International Hamburger Museum in in Daytona Beach? International the, Hamburger Museum. So much detail there. The International yeah. Hamburger Museum in Daytona Beach. Mm. I
5: I don't think so. I, it's probably like one town over or something.
0: Mm. Michelle. So you think there's a hamburger museum but <laughs> yeah. it's not in- <laughs> exactly exactly. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna go no, but not because I think it's one town over.
2: I'm gonna say um, that would be like really disgusting because they would just have these hamburgers in these boxes that you would look at, and they would be all
0: moldy. You don't that. think it would be images of hamburgers? No, that's that doesn't make any sense. John,
4: it's Florida. I'm gonna say yes.
0: John is right. <gasps> oh, the Florida native Floridian is so wacky. Oh, Florida. All right. How about the Gulf of Mexico Mexican Gulf Museum? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Can- Chichi Rodriguez. Chichi Rodriguez. That's, I, that's what I was gonna say. Can I get a
5: repeat of the name again? The
0: Gulf of Mexico Mexican Gulf <laughs> Museum. Sure. Yes, it exists. You got Why one not? Yes.
1: I wish, but I'm gonna go no.
2: It's actually in Tarpon Springs. No, it's definitely
0: not. <laughs> You're no. saying no. I'm saying no. 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 Uh, oh well. <laughs> but the Bowling Ball House Museum is that in Florida? Wait, what? The bowling a, ball house. Oh, it, so it's a house that looks like a bowling ball? It's a house made out of bowling balls. That sounds dangerous.
1: That sounds like it would not have a safe roof.
0: Are they glued together? And if you got 3 houses in a row, it would be a turkey. Oh <laughs> <my> gosh. Uh, <laughs> call back to episode 45, I know. I don't
5: know.
1: I'm going to go yes.
4: I'll agree on this one. Yes.
1: I'll
5: say yes. Why
0: not? I really hope not. I'm going to say no. <laughs> it's yes. What? in Safety Harbor. I don't know where that is. Of all places, a Are house made of bowling balls.
1: Harbor? Yeah, that seems a little ironic.
0: You have a in lot safety. of places to visit next oh, time you visit. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You might also have to visit the Everglades for Everglades marriage counseling center. Everglades for Everglades. <laughs> marriage know. counseling. That's clever.
5: That's that is
0: clever. That is clever. However
5: fake it may or may not be, it's clever. What do you
2: guys what do you guys think though? You got a yes or no.
5: Yeah, I think it's got a great name. Mm-hmm. If someone doesn't have that business, we should get <laughs> we should it now. start it. Get the website. Because it's fantastic. I'm, I'm yeah. worried we're going to
0: have students or interns dropping out of college to start businesses.
3: Yeah. and register <laughs> websites.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's what Renan can do after he graduates. Maybe.
0: <laughs> what do you think, Michelle?
1: I'm going to go no. I'm going
0: to say
2: yes. I'm going to say yes, too.
0: It's no. Oh, oh it's just well, Ben's clever geez. plays on words. All right. One more. Uh, how about the Xanadu House of the Future? Xanadu House Xanadu House of the Xanadu, Future. That's a play. Xanadu is a play. Also, also a movie. movie. A J- Newton John song. Yeah. Right. Boy, is there anything it's not? I <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So why? It's yes. a flavor of ice cream. Sounds too. like yes <laughs> to me. So why wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's it's everything. What yeah. would be in that? What would be in the Xanadu ice cream? I think
4: there's sprinkles for sure.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's mixed in? Not just on top? Or? Yeah, I think they're mixed in. Yeah. But the answer yeah. has to be yes, then. I'm gonna say yes. Xanadu house of the future. Xanadu is everything. Yeah, yeah I think it's yes. Yep. Yeah. I'm go like
0: yes. Yeah, it is yes. Yeah, good. do we prove? Uh, the wait. Point? Do you know the where, it where it goes that goes is? goes on there? Yeah, it's it in happens.
2: Kissimmee.
0: Kissimmee. Kissimmee, St. Cloud. um It's just a thing? very weird looking house. Yeah. I think it was maybe built in the 70s or 80s, and it was like the house of the future. Well, that, yeah. The, um, the play takes place in the. It's not too different, like Epcot. Yeah. Is that the experimental planned community of tomorrow? Okay. Is that what it stands for? Really? I, wow. I, I might be wrong on one of those. Oh yeah, that's true. But I think it's the Experimental Planned Community. I think that's right. Hmm. I like it. You guys Center. can. We can fact check that. That's also the house. Florida is so future. That's yeah. essentially where I did my study abroad.
2: <laughs> Epcot. A number of countries in one day. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, should I should I ask my quiz question? If you must. It's not really a quiz.
1: Wait, before you get oh. to yeah, that... We,
2: we also have a quiz. The, oh, no.
1: We have a quiz over here.
2: The
5: the oh. intern Yay had an interesting idea, I guess. Okay. Um, and so we, we've we got a quiz of questions about medieval knights. Questions about medieval because knights? Because we do Mid- have Dean Mid- McN- McKnight McN- McN- on, what? after all. So oh, um,
4: I know surprisingly little about knights. Well, that's I think that's kind of the point I mean, of, of, the, of point. the segment. Yeah. All right, we're <laughs>
5: game.
1: Welcome to taking any of Ben's quizzes. <laughs> <laughs>
5: So I'm gonna I'm gonna start with my personal favorite question, which is, what is the average weight of a knight's suit of armor? I what think
0: there are 115 pounds.
5: 150 pounds, so like 55 kilograms. Yep. Okay. Uh,
2: 130. I'm gonna say one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, I did. Did. what did okay. I do? So
5: it's 100 pounds. Oh. Approximately 50 kilos. So that was pretty good. Did I win. No, pretty, okay. it's not prices right. Yeah, <laughs> you can't go over. You can um, go over. Okay. So oh, that was pretty close. Yeah, that was pretty that good. That was pretty close. That was pretty good. The rest are all either multiple choice or true false. So that was the one that was actually pulling some statistic out of your head. Okay.
1: Here we go. This is going to be a multiple choice question. Okay. What was the first job a boy had when training to become a knight?
0: C. <laughs> <laughs> okay. do, do you want me to read through the list or are you just
1: gonna <laughs> oh, stick <stand> with that? <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Journeyman, squire, archer, yeoman, or page?
2: Page. I'm going to say page as well. Yeoman.
1: It is in fact page. Woo-hoo. Yes.
2: All right. I've got a true false.
5: <laughs> okay. Most knights come from poor families who had to give up their sons to the army. False. False.
2: False. They're yeah. the aristocracy.
5: Very
0: good. Yeah. The aristocracy. Every, everybody gets say. a point. <laughs> aristocracy? Oh, whatever. It's Canadian <laughs> pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, gonna, it's Canadian. Yeah.
2: I'm sorry. It's my go-to.
5: <laughs> uh, so I've got. here we go. What new weapon contributed to the end of the night as the most dominant soldier on the battlefield? A lance, B sword, C mace, D battle axe, 5
2: longbow. Wait, did you say 5 longbow? <laughs> no,
5: no, I definitely said uh, E. Uh, okay.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go with 5. I'm going to go with longbow. <laughs> battle axe. It is longbow. Wow, you really know a lot. Do you want to talk about the history of the stirrup? I teach it in class. We talk about the stirrup. Definitely not. The Norman invasion, the Bayou Tapestry. Are there any questions about the Bayou Tapestry? Literally,
2: I know we can't monitor how many listeners we have, but they're dropping off the page. 66? As you say this thing. The really brief
5: Welcome to
0: William
2: the Conqueror Talk. (laughs) (laughs) The quick
5: reasoning there is that chainmail wasn't really a thing yet, so knights had this big plate armor that arrows
0: could still pierce through very effectively. Well, we're going to get phone calls on that. I want to register that we're in the realm of mounted shock combat when you bring that <laughs> up. Mm, good. S- somebody's gonna tweet oh, write us and say good call good reference <laughs> right. yeah. yeah please don't email us at berriesbreadsandbutters at gmail.com or and don't tweet us at some later date or don't
2: go to our facebook page <laughs> at facebook.com slash triple double various i think <laughs> for the sake of time we should move on okay john uh i don't know if how i know you probably listen to every single podcast he doesn't done. know but we don't know how many times you listen to each one exactly <laughs> so the question for you is what day do you prefer friday or sunday
4: ooh friday
2: you're a friday guy yeah now tell tell me a little bit why because you're working on fridays
4: I think it's just the anticipation mm. that you sit with at work yeah. of just freedom in mm-hmm. a few hours. It's just great. There's nothing like it. Sunday, you know, you wake up and it's you're there already. So but.
0: would you rather have a three-day weekend with Friday off or Monday off?
4: Oh, I hate Mondays. Mondays are really hard. So probably it's you and Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> <You>
0: <laughs> big fan of lasagna
2: too. Just trying to
4: I, I love to the correlation. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to figure it out. Yeah. Right. I would love to have every Monday from here to the end off if possible.
2: Uh, how do you feel about black licorice? Oh, I hate it. Oh. It's disgusting good. Is it good? <laughs> is it Canadian? That's, that's the correct. No. It's it's we found that there's a correlation
0: between people, people who, who are friday who, people are less likely to like really? black licorice. Yep. So can science I, proved it. This reminds me. Can yeah. I add? We got more data in from uh, from a listener from the mm. show. Future guest uh, John Locke. Down in Virginia. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. He wanted to note that our one of the past guests was uh, Josh Sanborn, who's from Maine, went to Stanford, and is a department head now here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he liked Sunday and Black, and didn't and like didn't Blacker. like Blacklickish. Yeah. Just threw off the whole oh, analysis. Man. But we may happens. have isolated what the issue is because yep. uh, from the show future guest John Locke. Is from Wisconsin, went to Stanford and is now a department head. Mm -hmm. So two of the three, and he does not like black licorice and is a Friday person. Mm -hmm. So it's the Maine versus it's the state that you're from.
5: I'm from Maine and I'm Friday and don't like black licorice. Well, that's okay. Yeah, but you fall 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 under the category
1: of most college students feel that way mm.
5: Ex- true but the whole state being an issue is what ruled par- out by that one. what part of the state are
0: you from <laughs> <laughs> can just, which county <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, I'm, yeah. From,
5: I'm from lincoln county
0: so oh yeah definitely town. not it's not mid-coast he's definitely no, not am. from lincoln uh, yeah. county no, I'm,
2: no, oh yeah big I'm difference very much big difference <laughs> oh yeah no definitely, definitely it's a whole no. different state is from he from here. up north
0: i i he's I, from that other part
3: where oh, yeah. there's
2: over he's, he's, by the he's from the part where you're not you know where you look over if
0: you go up and then it's <laughs> near there yeah
5: oh I think, you, yeah no it's right yeah right there I, I, think, I think we I, figured absolutely. it out yeah. Yeah. perfect
2: <laughs> I think we figured it out well I, I think I think um, I think we should thank our guests <laughs> I think we should John McKnight for spending time thank you so much for thank being on the guys. show
4: this has been awesome you guys rock you have if, a new Facebook follower oh great
2: no. We you can follow us at some later date and you can obviously send us emails at variousbreadsandbutters at com you can send us letters to wjrh at lafayette college you can send in uh, applications to producer michelle polton simon for to be her intern you can send your your applications this way so i think um i think that's it i think we're done i think we're
0: done cool headphones off headphones off
2: One of the things that makes me most mad in sort of the service industry the service workers sometimes is that they know their job so well and they can't imagine a time when they didn't know it that well and that, so and so they think we're all idiots because we don't know that of course when you return an
0: item it's a code 43 like how could no one know that you like, just define the entire help desk culture it could be that's any interaction with an ITS person Well, maybe not any ITs person.
2: No, every one. Every single one. (laughs) It's a blanket statement. I'm gonna. I'm I'm not gonna. Every single one. I'm gonna pull myself back off of that.
1: You found a surefire way to make sure that they're not friends of the show, even if they are future guests. Well, we've
2: had a past guest, Jason Alley Yeah. He didn't fix something. But he. But he wasn't. He's. He's not a help desk guy. He's instructional
0: technology. That's right. But I will say I have lots of IT friends. We can have an ad for them. Yeah. Like they get sponsor today's show is sponsored by the it help desk at your local vendor tune in and call your it help yeah
2: i think we should be sponsored by your local it help desk if you're listening right now call up your it help desk and ask them that you're having trouble understanding why they're not listening to various breads and butters
5: you might have to submit a ticket to get them to try to listen to various breads and butters actually
2: that maybe
5: maybe
0: we do We probably spoke offline briefly about a recent airport experience. Mm-hmm. More baffling than your typical TSA kind of stories. Oh, really? Not only for the way they uh, they, they ran the, the lines, mm-hmm. um, but also the sign on the wall which says, if you're in this line, you don't have to take your shoes off. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then all the people who were getting yelled at by the TSA for not taking their shoes off. Yeah. Because they said, no, 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 that doesn't, that doesn't hold right now. Yeah, you don't look at that sign. <laughs> right. They were getting legitimately upset at passengers. Yeah for not taking the shoes off. It was worse because there were other passengers who were glowering at the people who didn't take their shoes off mm-hmm. because those other passengers hadn't seen the sign. So they thought these were idiot passengers. Like, how can you possibly know not to take your shoes off? Sure. And then those uh, those people not taking their shoes off, you know, did a slight point to the wall. Like well, this sign right in front of my face says, I don't need to take my shoes off.
2: The first 42 episodes were lost due to a problem with an airport magnet x-ray detector. That wasn't our fault. They told us not to put any recording equipment through and we just didn't listen. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what happened. Yeah.